What's up, my golden souls? How are each and every one of you doing? I hope you are having such a fantastic hump day. Today, we will be talking about Psalms 23 and the meaning line for line. Yes. So today, I just want you to be at peace. I want to send you off in love, in harmony, and to just know that God is with you forever and always. So before I get off into reading to you Psalms 23, I just want to let you know that the majority of Psalms 20 that the majority of Psalms itself was written by David and that basically Psalms is such a book about all kinds of different emotions that we as humans feel. And so it takes us through this uh, this this emotional experience um, and such devotion, right? Talking to God and expressing ourselves to God, and some of the feelings that um, we see in Psalms um, are feelings such as like hope and joy and fear and sorrow, humility, anger, anxiety, certainty, faithfulness. Um, just all those kinds of things, right? And so I just really want to share with you Psalms 23 and my interpretation of Psalms 23 and uh, just send you guys off in peace. So of course, I'm going to read Psalms 23 for you guys. I will be reading it in the New King James Version. It says, the Lord, the shepherd of his people, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup runs over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever that is beautiful isn't it it sounds so so amazing and so we know that um as far as the setting of psalms king david was the one that wrote the psalms um and he grew up of course we know that he grew up and he worked as a shepherd before he was promoted and blessed to be king hallelujah and so with that being said he knew a lot about shepherding he knew a lot about leading his flock and um i love the way he, I love the way that he takes God and he uh, 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 uses God and calls him the shepherd as well. He calls him the good shepherd, praise God. And so as we know, we all know that the shepherd's job is to care for their flock. You know, um, our pastors are shepherds and so they are they are devoted to the flock. They are to care for the flock and make sure that they are safe, make sure that they are spiritually nourished, um, make sure, you know, that their flock is calm and so uh they're also responsible for the lost mm, yes they're also responsible for the lost sheep as well and so you know what let's go ahead and go through this one line by line let's go ahead and get this done so of course 
Um, when I see the Lord is my shepherd, what do I think? Of course, um, the first thing that runs through my head is relationship, relationship and authority, because it is automatically saying that he holds authority over me. And it is also saying that you have a relationship with him. The Lord, Lord means boss. So he holds authority over me and he's my shepherd. And in order for um, supreme authority or any authority to have a, a responsibility over you or uh, to have authority over you, there must be some kind of relationship, right? And so uh, those are the two things that come to mind. And uh, this helps us to understand that by him being our shepherd, he helps us uh, to find food and water, uh, 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 just all those things that we need. Of course, it, you know, it says in Matthew, you know, that you that you shall not want. Why do you worry about what you eat, what you will drink, the clothes on your back? You know, all those things. He gently and firmly prides us when we step out of line and deviate us from the way of living. Right. He devi uh, uh, and deviate from the way of living down the Bible. Right. Amen. So the second one, of course, it says that in New King James Version, I shall not want. Hallelujah. That means supply. Yes, Lord, he will supply all my needs, which is a very powerful statement. Very powerful. And so, as I said, I just interpret that to be um, that he will supply all my needs. God is an eternal now in an eternal now God, which means that he has supplied everything we could ever need already, already. Okay. Um, and so that just means that we are going to be okay. We are secure in his hands and that we are already taken care of everything everything is already taken care of amen praise god the next line says he makes me to lie down in green pastures he makes me to lie down in green pastures <sighs> what do i think about i think about rest rest and i also think about um i think about spiritual nourishment spiritual nourishment right and so um it means that God provides nourishment for the body, the mind, and the soul so that we are um, continuously uh, being made whole, uh, healthy, and full in the name of Jesus. And so he He makes us light in, re in green pastures so that we will receive his rest, so that we will also receive spiritual nourishment for our minds, our body, and our soul. And you know what the key word is in here? It says, he maketh me. He maketh me. You know, sometimes the Lord has to make us do certain things. Sometimes God, if we just don't do it, God will make us sit down. God will make us lie down. If we keep running, 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 running. Some of us have ended up in the hospital where, where it's like, okay, hey, I'm going to keep you for three days. And you kind of lose your mind at first. But literally on the third day, you're like, man, thank you, God. Like, I didn't know I was that tired. I didn't know I was that exhausted. But thank you, Father. And so 
sometimes God has to do this just just sometimes and um it turns out good for our benefit and for his praise God thank you Lord uh the next one says he leads me beside the still waters he leads me beside the still waters um when I think about this I think about still waters he leaves me beside the still i think about calmness mm, calmness and harmony and i also think about nature because when i picture that i see beauty i see peace i see love again i see calmness and harmony and so when i think about that part of the scripture that's what i think about to me the still waters represents the harmony it represents the peace and the love and the beauty and the nature you know um I go out trailing sometimes and just when I go trailing out in the woods, um, it really, when I'm out there, it, I really feel just so close to God, closer than I've ever felt before. And it's just so much peace and it's beautiful because you're looking at God's creation and his art, you know, his, his masterpiece, right? And it's just so amazing. And so that's what I think about. And maybe some of us need to um, be led next to those still waters. Maybe we need to allow God to lead us because so many of us don't have peace. Our lives, you know, we go home and we have so much hell at home or the friendships that we hold um, has so much hostility and nastiness and cattiness. Our work environment is hostile. And so it's just like it just seems as though we'll never be able to have peace. But I just want to remind you that Colossians 3.16 says that peace is our portion. And so you have been called to peace and peace is your portion that is yours that belongs to you and so allow your hand to extend to God so that he's able to 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 lead you to those still waters so that you may have peace yes next one says he restores my soul of course restoration but then even deeper healing healing he restores my soul so many of us um have grown up in such a uh, really abusive traumatic household and we have carried those traumas throughout our childhood into our adult life we have even possibly been sexually abused psychologically abused um or just things that have happened even in our adulthood maybe we had we didn't have childhood traumas but there are other things that we could have suffered from you know in our adult life ptsd anxiety and all that stuff that stuff depresses our spirit and so he comes in and he restores us from old traumas he restores us from those sexual abuses and he restores those things that was once lost or stolen or destroyed in the name of jesus and he comes in and he in his hand his grace he brings such healing to our hearts and to our spirit thank you God and so I'm praying that each and every one of you will have healing in your hearts in your spirit in your soul yes that you that your health will be restored that your joy will be restored that your peace will be restored that the security um, of just you your being yourself will be restored that you don't have to depend on on a on a ADT system 
for security. You know, that commercial where it says, um, you know, they stole my peace of mind. You know, so they relied on uh, an ADT system for security to keep them safe. But God is greater than an ADT system. God is greater than any camera we could put up into our home because who knows that it don't matter how many cameras we have in our house, people still gonna break in if 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 they come in and they see that we got something that they that they want that they desire they're gonna come in and take it anyway they're gonna find some kind of way right so praise god all right the next one says he leads me in the paths of righteousness he leads me in the paths of righteousness praise god um i think about guidance I think about guidance uh, because to lead me, you have to guide me. Um, that's exactly what I think about. And so with that being said, that means that he has to have direction in where to turn, where to go, all that kind of stuff. He has to know that on the path that I'm taking, um, he has to clear that path for me because he's guiding me. He clears my way. He declutters the, the things that, that, that have deterred me from going on my path. He declutters the things um, that have crowded my path in the name of Jesus. And so he knows what's up ahead of me. He sees what, what, what is before me before I can even see it. And so he directs us. He leads us into directions of righteousness, right? meaning that paths that are wholesome and with full integrity praise god oh i'm so sorry my legs just hurt i'm sorry all right praise god so the next one is uh yes though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death yes to me that's testing that's testing that's testing that's testing that's testing and um this is the most important line in psalms um, though many people may not think that it's it, that that it's important, it it really it it really is because it tells us that yes, you may need to walk in difficult territory in in your life. However, you don't need to fear because the the next following line says, "I will fear no evil." So you will walk through difficult through difficulty. You're gonna walk through fire, but you don't need to fear because the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you, and He assures your path. Uh, I know Isaiah, Isaiah verse forty. Isaiah chapter 40, I'm sorry, um, basically says that when you walk through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you go through fire, you will not smell of smoke. Hallelujah. Amen. And so those times that we have to walk through the fiery furnace is certain those days will come but just know that we don't have to fear we don't have to be afraid because God said that he will not leave us nor forsake us. He's with us always. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, the next one says that, uh, let's see, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Lord have mercy, God. Lord have mercy. Did I skip one? Oh, yeah. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. How could I forget that? Okay. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me amen um i look at that as discipline i look at that as a lot of things because i know moses uh even david himself uh they were i look at them as shepherds and and they both carried uh rods and staff to guide the sheep and to ward off wolves and you know other types of predators that might come in and harm them and 
do destructive things to to the sheep and so uh the lord is also also has his rod and his staff right right so um it may be for our protection and to keep us on the right path you know the rod and the staff in fact are there to comfort us and know that we are cared for and loved yes praise god and so that's what i look at praise god thank you jesus hallelujah um let's see you prepare a table you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies what do i think about that so this basically implies that we will encounter enemies right a lot of people say i, I don't have no enemies i don't have no enemies da, da, da. we may not know we may not be aware of the enemies we have but we have them so this implies that we will encounter our enemies or forces that you know do not um, want you to continue your healing and your retracing right they, they don't want you to continue your healing process your restoration process so they're going to do everything they can to deter you they're going to do everything they can they can to interrupt your healing right yes and so it also says that you'll be taken care of even in the midst of your opponents how great is that that you're going to be taken care of even in the midst of your opponents. And see, God wants people like your enemies to be like, you know, they can't do that. God wants them to interrupt your healing so that he can really show them because now they have their eyes on you and they they are their eyes are so fixed on you that now they can bear witness to the things that God is going to do through you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hey, amen and so the next line says you anoint my head with oil you anoint my head with oil so anointing the head with oil um, was a practice in the biblical days that was used to honor a person and to dignify a person so it basically means that not only um you know like will you be fed or cared for in the presence of your enemies or opposers uh, but you'll be honored you'll be honored and you'll be deeply respected as well amen so there is something very holy and special you know going through your process which eventually takes us all back to god amen and perfection and holiness and so it is far better uh than just using remedies it is far better than using drugs and vitamins and herbs and all that kind of stuff right um so amen hallelujah he anoints our head with oil that's just really amazing to me he anoints our head with oil because it also tells me that we are consecrated that we are marked of course we're marked in the spirit but yes like this tells me that we are marked that we are his that we are his children that when the enemies when the demons when the witches when the goblins when every demonic force in the spirit see us they see that mark in the spirit that we belong to jesus christ and so when you try and do something to us you doing something to jesus and so we know that whatever you do you better you better make sure you have an army with you because Jesus is coming for you because now you don't mess it with you don't mess with his anointed child. Praise God. The next one says that my cup runs over. Praise God. So this basically means that you're basically given um, more than what you need or can even use, right? Your cup runs over. God blesses you so much. He gives you a, 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 a an overflow. And so it don't matter how much you put out, how much you put out, you still just have so much, so much. Um, and so this is a very powerful image of the cup that overflows as there is so much of it. And so it means that I am tr that that you and I, we are abundant. 
We are abundantly loved. We are abundantly cared for. We are abundantly secure. And another thing, we have abundant life. Praise God. Amen. So our cup runneth over and it can never run out. Hallelujah. Jesus, thank you, Father. Uh, what else we got? It says, surely the goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And so this can actually be interpreted a whole bunch of different ways. Um, but what do I think of when I, I think of blessings, blessings, um, to me, it means that goodness and mercy shall go with you and me wherever we go and whatever and and whatever we do. Um, even even if we are in unfamiliar ter ter uh, territory, even if we're in unfamiliar terrain or area or places or people, um, we're gonna have goodness and mercy wherever we wherever we go, we're, and we are going to have protection wherever we go. Amen. Um, and so. It also implies that at all, at times that, you know, when we sin um, or um, when we don't think about it or think, act, speak correctly, um, that mercy is there. So even when we don't do things correctly, God is there. His mercy is there forever. He's always going to give us a new cup of mercy. Praise God that he's our overseer. He's our shepherd and he's guiding us and he's treating us mercifully and, and lineally. Hallelujah. And that our mistakes are forgiven. Our mistakes are forgiven um, with him and that he will remember them no more. That means he will dismember them from our body. Every sin that we have committed, you know, um, as long as we repent, of course, he will dismember them from our body. Praise God. And then of course, the last line says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord for ever i will dwell in the house of the lord security and then forever of course is eternity praise the lord and so um this is an affirmation that one chooses to dwell in a particular state of consciousness forever which is the house of the lord right and so that's not a physical house to me that it's not talking about a physical house it's talking about a spiritual house you know um um, that we will keep our keep our attention focused on the Lord. That we will that we will live by God's standards and by God's rules, and that we will submit to God's will, and that we will stay with Him forever. You know, you're gonna dwell. You're gonna stay with. You're going to abide, right? Which means to follow, to be with, to embrace. And so you're going to live in the house of the Lord. You're gonna dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Okay, so that's Psalms 23 in under 25 minutes. I hope each and every single one of you enjoyed this. I love each and every one of you so much. Let me just say a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, I just love you so much. We all love you so very dearly. And we thank you, Father God, for this segment that you have blessed me to um, do. Lord, I um, ask you, Father God, that everyone that is listening, Father God, has a relationship with you. And if not, Father God, seek and desire a relationship with you father god and through that relationship father god that they um that their needs lord god shall be supplied father god that they shall receive rest in you that their souls shall be restored and healed father god that they will be refreshed in your holy name that you will guide them father god in the way of righteousness father god that they will find purpose and identity in you lord god and even when they're being tested father god they will prevail lord god that they will exceed lord god in the name of jesus father god lord we thank you for the for uh protection 
protection over each and every one of the listeners right now. We thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness, Lord God, to them. We thank you, Father God, that they are uh, disciplined, Lord God. They and, and, and they desire even more to be disciplined, Father God. We pray, Lord God, that they continue to have hope, Lord God, that they continue to be blessed, Father God, that uh, they continue to be secure, Lord God, um, in your word, Father God, and that they will have uh, abundant and eternal life forever, Father God, that with the anointing on their head by them being marked off, they are consecrated and separated. And in that, with that being said, that they will that they will, Father God, seek to live a consecrated lifestyle, Father God, separate from the world, Father God, because we were meant to stand out. We were meant to be outsiders. Lord, we love you so much and we thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Guys, I love you. Be strong, be courageous, and be golden. Yay!